She has secuelas for nipples. Hola chicas, bienvenidas a ¿Quién es la más? Mi nombre es Gigi and I am Braulio. And before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out about our little show here. We appreciate all the support. Today, we are talking about La Mastraga 3, episode 7, titled La Más Bella, something, something. What was it? La Más Señorita. Bella Señorita, something. Mexico. It was a long <laughs> title. I remember I was like, why are they? Why, they should just name La Más Bella or whatever. Um. So, what did you think of this, uh, your general thoughts, before we go deep into the episode? Uh, the first thing that came to mind was, like, this has to be Regina's um, episode to lose. Because, you know, she's, like, the yeah. beauty queen. And what? even in though... Mista, in... You didn't think Mista was going to win? <laughs> <laughs> well, she was probably going to be second place. But Regina was the one that's been like struggling supposedly within herself to show us other sides of herself besides the beauty pageant side and yeah i mean the actual episode i don't know i think i think some of them got like confused about what it was and like some of the looks did not makes sense which we'll get to but i wish they would have had a little bit more fun with it than than it was i'm trying to be general because i don't want to spoil anything but i don't know if they did they ask them to wear gowns and then have like a swimsuit or was it just like a look and then a swimsuit I don't think they specifically said gown, but it is a concurso de belleza. So I would think that's implied. That's one. And then the other thing they did say, you have to have a reveal, a bathing suit reveal, swimsuit reveal. So I just thought that was implied at that point. Yeah, I don't know if they should have done something more specific, like everybody wear a gown. Or a pageant gown or a crowning gown, something that would make them all kind of so you can judge them more fairly. Similar. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or not similar, but more like uniform with the same idea. Yes, because it's harder to judge when everybody's doing something different. And you're like, well, I mean, it is kind of the challenge, but. Not as glamorous as this other girl. So, you know, it's just, it's weird. By glamorous, again, do you mean Mista? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought the episode was really, I thought it was fun to see the the girls who are not known for their makeup skills. Again, I'm not talking about Mista, obviously. <laughs> But, you know, some of them. And... I thought it was fun that now they're forced to do it. And mm -hmm. even though that's kind of what's already um, implied. Yes. Or... But like we already had a, we had like a creature episode or whatever, like a scary one. So now it's like just pure beauty. Like you can't, you can't do it something that's like bloody or anything. It has to be glamorous, which I, I, I don't know. I, like, I don't, I think if they wanted to, they could have twisted it, you know, because in other episodes, they've had that same direction that, that they, that the judges tell them, okay, you got to do, 
this is the theme. But then, for example, like Aviesque in the um, like where she wore the the boobs, the big oh yeah, the big boob suit thing. And so she took it another way. So if you wanted to, you could have twisted this however you wanted. Um, and I think that would have been more interesting. Um, like, what if they did? I mean, I guess it's cliche, but I just thought of like, uh, like a carry kind of thing um, mm. with drenched in blood, especially since since Mistabu is very that kind of aesthetic. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it would have been a little bit more interesting. And the fact that nobody went there, I think, I don't know. I mean, I kind of missed that. We'll talk about it more when we get to her look. But I think she sort of kind of did something Mm -hmm. similar, but still stuck to like beauty and glamour and didn't do something uh, gory. Um, I don't know. I had a point and I just lost it. Anyways. All righty, let's get into the episode. All right, so take a deep breath and release because on today's episode, the contestants let go of some stress with a meditation session. After some peace and quiet, Johnny Carmona disrupts the peace and introduces this week's challenge. The contestants are to present a glamorous beauty pageant look that reveals into a bathing suit. The winner will be named La Más Bella Señorita México. Alex Cordova from Foreo presents this week's mini challenge, a photo shoot that features one of Foreo's products, and the contestant with the best picture will win. Uh, I guess they won products right that was the prize. Yeah. they didn't do points this week i don't think they did they give um the winner like extra points it might have been on the screen but i didn't notice it yeah i don't keep track of it because it, it wouldn't have made a difference either way um the first thing i wanted to say is that i definitely needed this lady to come to my house so we can meditate together after mm-hmm. this long week of the election, the up and down roller coaster, I could have really used her. Her and her little, well, were they like, like bosses, bases that she was hitting? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was that. I don't know. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a weird, it was a weird, like, scene to see in a reality show because. It, most of the time, you want to keep them stressed so they can give you drama. <laughs> you don't want to meditate because that's going to get them, like, centered. You want to have some some of the contestants a little rattled. So I don't know if this was the best for the production. I don't know why they did it. It's good for the contestants, though, because that that gives them, like I said, like, it centers them. But for the production team, I don't know if that's the best idea. I think it just shows that they really care about them. <laughs> They're trying to take care of them. I don't know. Uh, although, yeah, and that scene that scene was strange. And honestly, I thought I was going to fall asleep. It was like kind of ASMR-ish or mm. something. I like bet Johnny came up with this too. I bet you he oh, came yeah. up <laughs> yeah, that sounds right up his alley. Um, so yeah. So in the scene, I guess if you haven't seen the episode, they just sit down and in like a circle and this lady, she plays her we're gonna call them her buckets, I don't know. And <laughs> they're kind of made out of like ceramic or something. So when you ring them or you hit them, they make like a soothing sound. So, anyways she was kind of questioning all the girls or all the contestants like about their emotions because some of them were crying. And I think Memo was the one that was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. But everyone, I'm not everyone else, but like, I know that I think, didn't you notice like, 
I think it was either no Regina. She actually started opening up and stuff. And she, yeah. by the way, you know this lady had an earpiece with Johnny, like asking <laughs> how their childhood was. And <laughs> so, yeah, didn't you notice that? Like Regina opened up, and who else? Madison. Madison. What yeah, she's she talking about. She said that she moved out of her parents' house like at a really early age. And now like she doesn't see them often, so she doesn't have like a close relationship oh, yeah. with them. And Regina, similar thing. She said like she didn't have a childhood and she kinda left home because they weren't supportive of her um and who she is. So they kinda have similar backgrounds yeah it was interesting that these things came up especially madison like her parents came up in this like when in the middle of a competition like that's kind of Mm -hmm. now you know that she's really like i don't know if it was something that someone said that made her think of that or what happened but it was just on her mind that day um but it was, it was. I mean, it was a scene where I don't think there's much to say about it because we, we've kind of heard some of these stories before. So I don't even know if it had to be filmed. To be honest, they should have just let them, yeah. you know, like do it on, um, outside of the production or inside of the uh, the cameras. So yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about it. I mean, good for them. I don't think it's a good decision as a reality TV show, but. You know, I, I, I'm I glad that they, they had this release of stress. Yeah, it was good for them. Bad for the viewer. Yeah. All right. So, and Alex Cordoba, who is, I think, a photographer or, right? He's a photographer. Yeah. He's a photographer and he works with the... Foreo brand. Um, Oreo. It's a fake Oreo. Is that why they came up with it? Actually, it does look like an Oreo now that I think of it. That little thing that huh. they have. It's possible. But I thought that was like a new product. It could be, though. Oh. Um, yeah, and they have a, a mini challenge, which gave me like america's next top model vibes yes I remember like all the photography challenge well i mean they were all photography challenges but but yeah so they all have to do like beauty shots and some were good at him some were not and he kind of well he was the one that decided who won but in this mm-hmm. photo shoot they had to promote one of their products so this was just pretty much a commercial yeah and that happened was it the first episode as well i think it was the same yes um brand they came in and they created a mini challenge just to promote themselves and it was the same product i'm like do you guys have any other products it was the same little round (laughs) thing that you're supposed to put on your face and it makes you which by the way i don't believe at all that's i was that what allegedly i thought (laughs) <laughs> i thought it like opened up and it had makeup on there <laughs> i know it looked like the sailor moon prism oh like, yeah little yeah pocket thing yeah maybe i should just buy it for that so i can <laughs> to pretend it. yeah exactly <laughs> um, so madison uh, is the winner which i give it to her she did really well um and it kind of I thought so. I really liked her. her I couldn't shots. tell. <laughs> Weren't they all photos- photoshopped anyways? They looked photoshopped. Well, I'm sure. Because none of them had a wrinkle. None of them had a pore. None of them had nothing. On they're, their just, they're just that perfect. So how are they going to sell a product? And then they're retouching the photos when it's supposed to work for your skin. That is... <laughs> Welcome, welcome to the beauty industry. <laughs> That's how it is. Not in my industry. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But where the hell, 
Where the hell is Pepe Tell? This is is this the second right? The second episode in a row that they've been gone. Yes, it has. And I don't see them in Salceo either, so they're probably just busy. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> they kicked them out. Um, but yeah, it was just a commercial. And like you said, Madison wins. Cool. Okay, so in El Camerino, Memo receives pictures and a letter from his husband. Mista speaks about the judgment she receives because of her drag. And yeah, so first of, I mean, I don't know why they're having, I feel like they should explain some stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, Toxico comes out of nowhere and he's like, (laughs) oh, you got a letter. And And where did it come from? (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. Was it just mailed there? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but finally, after, like you were saying, he Memo was denying or was saying, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. So, But he actually cries here. Yes, this is the one place that he does. He doesn't yeah. shed a tear, though. I don't see a tear in his mm-hmm. eye. But, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, how... Did they mail it? Like, aren't they supposed to be gone and nobody knows where they are and all this stuff? So shouldn't he get eliminated because he told somebody? (laughs) Like, it just makes no sense. Yeah, who knows where that envelope came from? Maybe a little owl came and delivered it. No. They're just... (laughs) They're just... um, It seems like it's kind of... Like favoritism in a way? Because why does he get a letter? Why doesn't everybody because else get a letter? He's the only one with family that loves him. Oh, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> um, So I thought this was really sweet, though. I think Memo has been one of those. He's one of those characters. I would say character because it's in a show. But he's one of these, um, yeah, characters that, that we don't know that much about. And he kind of mm-hmm. keeps to himself a lot. Mm-hmm. But he's still kind of like one of the main players of the show, I feel like. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's top six now. And I mean, he stands out because of his type of drag. Yeah. And but yeah, his personality is pretty subdued most of the time. So the fact that he's giving us some emotion, it's it's a good thing. And then he kind of helps... Um, transition into Miss Taboo's um, opening up because Memo says how um, he wants people to understand that like what his drag is at being a bio king and um, he kind of gets ostracized in a lot of circles Um, and Miss Taboo obviously you know she's uh, kind of in that in that same boat because of the, her type of drag, which is very like dark and um, gruesome at times, which I didn't find surprising. I feel like that's if you're in a drag scene, you'll see that. Um, maybe not so it's not so apparent, but I think there is certain people who view like Mista's drag or that that type of drag um they don't consider it as legit i guess as somebody who's like super glamorous and super polished and not only that but didn't Mista literally call out Guajardo and Soro <laughs> and say that they didn't want her on La Mazraga that they were like talking bad that about her Mm -hmm. and that's where they kind of lost me as well like they tried to explain but there was a lot of stuff that was there was like gaps missing of the story and somehow she's considering herself a national embarrassment there was some incident and yeah I, i just remember 
like you said, Soro, Soro Nasty and Guajardo were involved and and apparently it was like people judging her type of drag. And I think it was I think it was at one of or at the audition. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, I think they do them like on live stages and stuff. And I I think it had something to do with that. But yeah, I, I don't understand what exactly happened i'm sure the story is out there somewhere but yeah she called some girls out yeah the story was kind of hard to follow but i i don't appreciate when they bring stuff like that happened outside the show and they don't explain it or they don't really Mm -hmm. show like footage or because i know that they said it was a performance and i'm sure somebody has footage of it so Mm -hmm. Like, they need to stop doing that because they do that a lot. <laughs> and it's just, as a viewer, I'm like, if you're not going to explain it or have us see it, I don't want to, I don't even want to know about it. Like, stop. Yeah, not- they could have edited, they could have edited in some footage or like uh, pictures of the posts or headlines, anything like that, just to give us a better, a clearer story. Yeah, they can edit all these photos, these photo shoots, but they can't put that. No. Um I was I mean, I kind of wanted to talk about um Memo's type of drag cuz I guess we don't see it a lot as far as for you. I mean, I've seen it cuz I've been like uh, in the drag scene a little bit, but did you know this kind of drag existed or is this your first introduction to it? Or like, what is your relation? Mm, I mean, I knew it existed obviously, but I've never seen it on such a, I guess, public stage. Like I've seen pictures of uh, bio Kings and stuff, but nothing i mean we've obviously never seen them on uh, like the popular tv shows and stuff but yeah i mean there's all sorts of drag queens different aesthetics and different purposes um as we see also with miss taboo and then uh, yeah do you think that going forward they should either not have people that do this type of drag on the show because it's harder to for them in a way, or they should just restructure the, the, the challenges so it fits everybody. I prefer that. I, I want them to be more in- inclusive. And we saw last season, we also had our winner, um, Alexis and she's kind of in the same vein as Memo because she was biologically a woman and she was in drag as as a woman as well. Um, but I I find it interesting and I and I want them to be more inclusive. But as we talked before, I do think they need to work on the structure of the of the challenges in more ways than just like tailoring to everyone but also like make them more fun more fun to look at because sometimes uh they don't explain it too well and we don't know what they've been told and then yeah it kind of that kind of gets lost yeah i think I mean, it's kind of hard because, like, most of them are drag queens. They're presenting female. So, like, to restructure the whole show just to accommodate one of the performers is kind of... You can say it's not fair to them either. Um, Unless they're just, like, instead of being... I don't know. When they say, like... Like, when they say... Oh, present a female or like a female celebrity kind of thing that can just say a celebrity mm-hmm. instead of like specifically being female. 
but then I'm thinking about like this challenge. Like they wouldn't be able to do a challenge like this. Um, or maybe they, I mean, they are male I mean, pageants, so I guess so. Yeah, exactly. You can still do it. Um, I mean, Memo, I guess they just should Memo take off it. the senorita word and just like, re, you know, just have it be different. I mean, even even then, Memo still did it. He still was presenting as male either way. So, but do you think they were ever going to make him the winner of La Mas Bella Senorita, whatever? <laughs> no, they were going to go for somebody know. that was going to. If he did a good enough job and a polished job, then I don't see why not. I don't think they would have. I I honestly don't. Even if he would have done, done like, I don't even know what outfit he would have worn, but something that you would see in a male pageant. I think they would have just given it to the girl, uh, to the drag queen that did the illusion of a woman, because that's what mm-hmm. we think of when we think of beauty pageants. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It's just that's the I mean, whatever. That's something they're gonna have to figure out. Okay, so I guess it's time. Vamos a la pasarela. La categoría es la más bella señorita México. And the first one on the runway is Mistaboo. Uh, I think she definitely tried to break the rules of what the challenge was asking. Or at least what I was expecting. Uh, like I was I was definitely expecting everyone to have a gown. Um, and then do a reveal from there. And I think Miss Taboo definitely did not follow that so for me I don't, I don't know i think that automatically just it was not the right move like she looks good and everything but i don't think it, it's what the challenge was as is like as she walks in it's already kind of a, a swimwear look in of itself so um, and i don't i don't really like all the necklaces around her neck maybe if they were like more uniform and looked more like uh, match the the earrings and stuff. I think that could have made it like elevated it and made made her look more mystical. But as is, like it's not really much of a look. It's just like Madison says, it's just a trapo. <laughs> I I like the look. I just don't think it's strong enough for the category. I do think she looks good. Maybe if it was like Miss Marimar 2020, then yes. <laughs> um, después que se la que se la pelaron or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I liked where she was going. I just don't think she had the execution, or maybe I don't know. I want to say that this was something that she struggled with but i feel like she's looked more glamorous in her other looks i don't know why but Mm -hmm. but i like i do like where she was going with it i just don't think it went all the way like this could have been all those necklaces could have been like all gold or something to make them Mm -hmm. really like glamorous and just you know really push that that requirement that it has to be like glamorous and beauty and whatever it has to be like a beauty pageant look and you wouldn't mm-hmm. see uh, somebody not wearing a bra like you would never see that exactly so yeah. it was a good effort those things are super conservative too uh, the pageants mm-hmm. yeah and they wouldn't do this they and plus there was like you said there was no reveal really it was just kind of the same outfit mm-hmm. that she walked in with so um i don't think it was I, I mean for me it was one of the weakest ones but it wasn't bad like it was okay mm-hmm. and uh, by the way the <laughs> all the the girls or all the contestants are 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 always saying 
in the salseo, they're like, oh, and the judges mentioned it too. They're like, we're just nitpicking little things mm-hmm. now because it's come to the point where everybody's so good. I'm just sitting there like, yeah, right. You're just saying that because you don't want to be mean. Some of these girls did not <laughs> do a lot of things right. It's not just specific little things. Anyways, Memo, Rey, no, not Memo. Ivisa is the next one up. Oh, Ivisa. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. Give her points for wearing a gown, although this was more like going to Premios Lo Nuestro or something than, than a pageant look. And then her reveal. So she actually gave us a reveal. But what was that? Like, it did not make any sense. It was very mismatched. That little cape thing that she had. What was the point of that? Besides, I don't know, giving her something to like wave around as she was on the pasarela. But. Yeah, that looked pointless. Um, it, whoever designed that, just yeah, no, <laughs> not a not a good choice. And yeah, I mean, her makeup is very caked on, which I mean, that's what she does a lot of the times. But it feels like overdone this time. I agree. I think her makeup is way too dark. Like it just, it feels like she contoured like her whole cheek. It just does not look, it doesn't look good under those lights. Maybe under like club lights where it's like pitch black, but not in like bright light. <laughs> where you can't see her face at all. Yeah. Um, And I hated this look. This was the worst look for me. Right. It just was so rant like that bought that bathing suit. I'm not even talking about her body or nothing like that. I didn't care. But like just like the mismatched underwear with the bra top with mm-hmm. that towel that she was waving around. It was just so bad. I was just like, it looked like something she bought off the rack. Even if I would have appreciated if the mm-hmm. if the underwear was the same color or the same material as mm-hmm. the bra, it would look way better. I don't think you can make that look better. It feels like, you know how when you're little, you pretend to be Superman and you wear a cape. That's kind of what she looked like when she was with that little thing. It it was not even a look. It, I don't know. It's another trapo. <laughs> another trapo, another day. Um, And the necklace, I didn't get the necklace. I feel like... With this type of gown that she wore, she would not wear that kind of necklace. It just kind of cuts her neck off. And you kind of want to elongate your neck. Uh, Yeah, Ivisa, she was, for me, the worst. I did not like her. Um, All right, the next one up is Memo Reiri. Memo's always like... Heading towards an idea, but does not execute it well. Like the the whole look is just a little, it's just rough, and it it just looks put together last minute and like very crafty looking. Like he made his own Halloween sailor costume. Yes, very. The idea was there, but it's just execution no especially like if you're doing if you're doing a pageant thing then how about how about like a suit and then then you do your reveal with a bathing suit um and that bathing suit looks very like like old style like 60s mm-hmm. um high-waisted and that could have gone that could have gone really well with like a a suit. Yeah, it's it's just a whole bunch of like references just mixed up. I don't get why the gloves were there. It's like half sailor, half like prince, half disco, half like schoolboy. 
did I say too many halves? I guess so. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I think, yeah, like I said, it was just mismatched. And it did look very homemade, very, like, crafty, especially the top. It looked like he stuck those sequence patterns with literally, like, with tape or, I don't know, with something. It just didn't even look straight. And then the sash was so just, like, underwhelming. It was just, I feel like it should have been more grand or, like, in gold or something. Yeah, it was just so confusing. I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, Memo has, like, a vision. He knows where he's going. But, like, he, like, you're right. He has a vision, but he doesn't know how to execute it all the way mm-hmm. to where it looks, like, just super polished and like an actual like whole complete look like this was just weird Mm -hmm. yes um all right the next contestant on the runway is regina bronx regina as we said this was hers to lose and she definitely lost it None of the three looks make any sense. And about the only thing I like, uh, I actually do like the hair. Uh, I know someone, one of the judges gave her shit for it, but I I like it. And I like the color and it could have been the start of a good idea there. She looks very like mermaid like, but the colors that she chose for the for the look is they're very like childish and they're not complete looks the one that she walks out with which is supposed to be kind of like her gown it's barely hanging on it's like just again another rag (laughs) and she kind of has two reveals right so she has the, the first one where she takes that and she has like a little bathing suit on and that was pretty bad too um maybe if that could have been that could have been the reveal but one change the color and two uh make it tighter because it was just barely hanging on her body and you could tell that okay she's gonna remove it and then she takes that off and she's just basically naked she has sequelas for nipples and that was just not executed well enough to be impressive yeah i i expected more more of her especially for this being the for this being the challenge where she could have focused on on beauty and she's shown us she's shown us before that she can do looks like what they were calling for on this challenge and this was her chance to do that not what she showed us today. Yeah, I feel like for this challenge, she was like, oh, I'm going to do something so different. And it's like, that's the wrong time to do it. Like, this is when Mm -hmm. you do the best you can do. Mm -hmm. And she was definitely one of the the bottom, if not the bottom. Um, No, Evisa's still worse. But this is pretty bad. It just doesn't fit. It just doesn't look like you said it doesn't look like you can see the the reveals coming like even though we knew it was a reveal challenge i feel like you should not be able to tell anyways that you have a reveal under there and this was definitely one you can tell all three and yeah i just did not respond to it um i liked the hair like you said i like the color scheme of the hair Mm-hmm. It just, I think it clashed too much with the with the whole look because it just made it go more, like you said, more childish than than glamour. Or maybe she was going for like a child pageant, and we just all missed the point. Who knows? All right, the next contestant is Rudy Reyes. Miss Naomi Smalls, is that you? It totally reminds me of her. <laughs> Just the the wig and the way that she held herself 
really reminded me of Naomi Smalls. But anyway, um, I really like this yellow look. I don't think it's pageant. Again, it's more like walk the red carpet. But it's a cool look. And um, I think like especially for that look, she definitely needed a different hairstyle. Oh, yeah. For the first look. Yeah. The sleekness of it and the length of the hair just it clashed with with the dress that should be the focus the dress not not the hair and then she does that reveal and i thought the same thing that the judge did where there was something wrong with the padding because she looked a little round it did not look proportionate and it wasn't much of a look either it was just like a corset kind of thing and the, yeah, I, I don't think it was very flattering at all. Um, good ideas, but not executed well enough, not polished enough. I thought she looked beautiful. I thought, I think the hair, I like the hair. I just think it should have been like pushed back and not on her shoulders because it does kind of overtake the, the whole the whole look. And but yeah. other than that, I don't mind it. I I do like the dress. I don't think it fits her that well. And maybe that's because, I mean, obviously there's a reveal under there and she padded too much. So that was one of the issues. And then once she, I do, I do want to say that she does have a lot of confidence and she did sell it. And mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of why they responded. Um, but as far as just the looks, I do like the bathing suit though. I actually do. I don't even know if it's a bathing suit, to be honest. It's like, uh, it's more of like a performance outfit. I don't even know if this would be like eligible for a bathing suit competition because it just looks more like bodysuit. Um, yeah, I've seen Beyonce with that. Yeah. But, anyways, I mean, I liked it. I mean, I think certain things could have been better, but overall, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the next contestant is Madison Barcy. <laughs> is that really her name? Oh, Basre. It's B-A-S-R-E-A-R-E-Y. Basre. Oh, Basre. Madison, just Madison. Well, Miss Madison, why you gotta talk, girl? <laughs> what did I tell you last episode? Yeah. They need to stop doing that. Stop interrupting it. Oh, talking on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing that. If the challenge doesn't call for it, if they're not telling you to do it, don't do it. But she had a little cute, a cute little sailor look to. um, It just looked very Navy-ish. I think she was one of the ones that actually got the closest to what the challenge was and she looked great obviously she gave herself a, her own crown already so she was ready and she she reminded me of like Thalia she looked very Thalia to me and um and that's a good thing the dress was interesting I'm not sure I like the material that she has a top made out of but it had a good effect to it and yeah, the 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 little um bathing suit was really cute. Yeah, I think overall, um, and just her presence, she was very confident and like smiling, and she held herself well. I it just looked like she actually belonged in a pageant. Yeah, all that she needed to say is world peace, and that's it. But yeah, she did really well. I think she was one of the most successful ones or yeah, because she went for that obvious pageant. Mm-hmm. Like you see this dress and you think, Oh yeah, that should be on a pageant somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she wore the crown cause she's competed in some kind of pageant. She mentioned in the Salseo mm-hmm. and she won. And this is the crown that she won. And, and so, yeah. So, I mean, the whole illusion was that of a pageant contestant it was it was giving you what the category called for so i appreciate it is it my like 
favorite look ever. Like, do I love it? No. That's just because that I don't really love pageant looks. <laughs> I would I should say like like typical pageant looks. There's some pageant looks that are a little bit more creative. And this one's just like kind of like a typical pageant dress. But no, I don't love it. But I do think she did the category. She she's one of the ones that really um listened to the category. And so for that, I, I thought she um she was one of the best ones. I don't love the I feel like she should have like a hair reveal. I don't know. I feel like for that dress, maybe wear like an updo and then like do a hair reveal and then have it down. But maybe that's asking too much. But overall, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was great. The next contestant on the runway is Raga Diamante. This was also a really good look. Um, I think they saved the best for the last two. The I don't love the material that the look is made out of. I, I think just the whole reveal thing kind of had them like cheapen the gown that they were actually wearing um, just because of the whole, okay, I got to make it What's the word? Is it ergonomical? I don't know. <laughs> but you got to make it work, you know? <laughs> you got to make it work for the reveal. Because we've seen some of the girls stumble when they're trying to do their their change of, of clothes. So I think that kind of affected every single one of them. But the overall effect is there and um, her looks are good. I'm not sure I love the nude one. It kind of went for the same thing that Regina was going for. And yeah, something about it just, there's something missing. I, I wish it, like the little stones and everything looked good. But if if it was in like a nude look, I maybe a, a white under it or something, I think it could have popped out a little more. And yeah, but overall, I think it was really successful. I loved this. I thought this was my favorite. I think this is my favorite. I don't think this is my favorite dress on the runway. Um, the the reveal was clean. It was great. She did a great job at it. She practiced it, obviously. And there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong when you're wearing sequins and jewels. It gets caught in your hair and stuff. But she did it so well. And... Um, do I love the bathing suit? No, I think it should have been more like it should look like a bathing suit. It just doesn't look like a bathing suit. That was the one thing that I didn't love. But overall, I mean, this dress is my favorite. I love the hair with it. I think she I think red looks really great on her, actually. And her makeup looks great. I feel like she's one of the ones that really changes her makeup a lot. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But everything was just like she was from head to toe. Like she paid attention to the details. And that is, I think, by this point, that's what that's this is the level that they all should be, you know, uh, wanting to to be at. Because even though like it helps that you have good taste at least if you're going to do a reveal, like you need to practice it and you need to make sure that everything's going to go right. And I think that's what she's like. I think she's first a performer and an entertainer. So that's why she pays attention to those kinds of details. And a lot of the other queens or a lot of the other contestants are more look based and they're more like Instagram queens or contestant or mm-hmm. what do you call them? Instagram artists. Um, so I think that helps a lot. So I just loved it. I thought it was great. I To me, when she walked out, I was like, oh, she's winning. Because it was just, she gave you the full fantasy. And that was it. That's it for the runway. Um, so Raga Diamante, shocking, wins her third challenge and is la más bella señorita México. Ivisa Liosa and Regina Bronx land in the bottom and have to lip sync 
to De Mi Enamorate by Daniela Romo. In the end, Regina Bronx is named the winner of the lip sync, and Evisa is the next queen to be added to the drag altar. Yeah. Final thoughts. Um, I think the right one went home. Yes. Um, Ibiza versus Regina. I definitely want to see more from Regina. Um, I think she deserves another chance to prove herself. And then during the lip sync, there was a, a few moments where Ibiza didn't really know the word. She was like, watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Mm-hmm. And there was like no emotion in her performance. She didn't really connect with the song. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think they made the right choice. Um, she was a funny one. Um, she provided laughter, but I think it was it was her time. I agree. If you're not going to know the song, I mean, they already told you about knowing the words to the <laughs> lip syncs and you're still not learning them. And if you watched El Salseo, I think it's Toxico or Veneno that asked her, oh, so do you know the lyrics? And she's like, yeah, obviously. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't know the lyrics. Why are you lying? Like, that just makes you look even more like you don't care. I don't know. I feel like part of her just gave up. Um, yeah. and that's why she didn't even bother to really learn the lyrics. And you could tell Regina wanted it more. You can tell that she was just kind of her whole demeanor. And she did start crying when they named her the bottom. She just wanted it more. And she performed, I think this Regina's performance in the lip sync is probably the strongest one so far that I've seen in this season. So... I obviously was like, if she does not stay, I don't know what's going on with this season. It's going to be season two all over again. But <laughs> I'm glad that they that they kept the right person. And yeah, I, I really like Regina, and I think she has a lot more to show. And mm-hmm. Ibiza, I was I liked her, and I like her personality, and she's like very like you know random loud. She's very loud. You can always tell that she's there because she's always going to interrupt somebody. But but she's she's charismatic and she's lovable. But as far as her drag, I feel like I had seen everything I was going to see. Like, I didn't really, like, care to. I mean, I know that sounds a little harsh, but I didn't really, like, I wasn't excited to see her, like, week to week. So yeah, she didn't really stand out. No, her drag is pretty. I like it's it's she her drag is good. It's like a it's polished enough to where you're like, "Oh, wow, that she knows what she's doing." But I don't think she's at a level where she knows herself as an artist cuz mm-hmm. I don't know what her style is at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know who she is as a as an artist. As, what's her voice? What's her what's her um, message behind her drag. I really did like how she bowed out gracefully and she took the opportunity to talk about her personal struggles with uh, bulimia. And yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And then like she kind of, because the guest judge was kind of pushing her buttons as far as um, as we alluded to with with her look where her stomach was out and so she took that opportunity to you know make you think okay well just think twice before you say things because you don't know what people are struggling with or you don't know their story you don't know their past yeah just be respectful um I get what she was doing. I don't know if that was the best way to do it. I, I personally don't think I would have done it that way, which, I mean, doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but personally, that's why it just kind of like, uh, I would have a personal conversation with that person because 
it just seemed that you could tell that the judge got defensive and he didn't even let her finish because he was like, well, well, I didn't tell you that, but I have like um, this type of body too. And that whatever, whatever. And it just got, you could tell that the the judge was like, oh shit, I'm going to look terrible. And I don't know to me, it could have done, it could have been done differently, but whatever, you know, it's not. At least it was it, good for the for the viewers to see, though, someone defending themselves. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you're in a competition, and you're gonna get judged. So you're probably gonna hear some stuff that you're not gonna like. Yeah, but they're judging your body. That's gonna. That's it, it. Becomes a little personal when you're doing like that. Even if you don't want it to, it it will. True. And she did say that. She says that she didn't take it that way. So that's good. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else that you want to mention about the episode? No. Um, I mean, we're down now to what? Six girls. Was there another double elimination coming up? Huh? I think there's like a double what is it like a double save or whatever where they bring two people back oh, i would not be surprised <laughs> i don't know i don't know that there's anyone that they love enough to bring back um i think for all that we were worried about in the beginning of the judging being unfair and, and it's been more unfair as to who, who does the kicking off but uh, I think they've been okay with it. It doesn't seem as blatant as it felt before. Like they were keeping certain people for, I guess, popularity's sake. It feels a little bit more balanced this time. Yes. That's because nobody's well known. <laughs> so they got everybody <laughs> who's like at the same level. Um, as far as I know of, I think I think they're pretty much on. They were all like kind of relatively like unknown. Um, I could have seen. I think I've seen like Hunty B has a big following. Um, yeah, she does have like a YouTube channel, and so she's yeah. probably been more. Um, so I'm surprised they eliminated her so early, but it's a good thing that they didn't just drag her along for for her followers you never know she might come back (laughs) Uh, yeah all right uh thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode i honestly don't know how long the season's gonna be do you no no, i don't think we anyone knows um they are uh advertising that they're filming the finale on the 20th So it's not filmed yet. The 20th of November. So yeah. that mm, Depending on when they air it. We can kind of figure out how many more episodes are left. Uh, maybe like three more. They could push it to four. But yeah. All right. Well. Um, yeah. Hopefully it's not too long. <laughs> Um, I feel like it's already been, I feel like first season was like seven episodes, right? It mm-hmm. was literally like this. We were done by this point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if it, if they are going to like continue it, I feel, I don't know. I feel like they should throw more challenges, like different challenges. I just think it's getting a little repetitive. So I want to see like different challenges. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just being a little too critical, but um anyways yeah thank you guys so much for joining us and where can they find you you can follow me at hello braulio that's h-e-l-l-o-b-r-a-u-l-i-o and you can follow the podcast at guinness la mas on instagram where you will see the looks of the week and don't forget to send us an email the email address will be quienesLamasPodcast at gmail.com. Send us any comments, um, any stories, anything you, any questions that you have. 
And yeah, subscribe and rate the podcast uh, wherever it is that you listen to it. It definitely helps us get up there and get more noticed. Uh, Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at yes, it's ye. That's Y-E-S-I-T-S-Y-I-Y-I. All right. Thank you so much. Let's say goodbye at the same time. All right. (laughs) One, two, three. Bye. Miss Marimar 2020.